Brothers and sisters, as we celebrate Pentecost, we celebrate the feast that many theologians consider to be the birth of the church. When the Holy Spirit came upon the apostles, the fullness of the church came into being. While Jesus Christ is the fullness of revelation, our second reading today teaches us that it's only through the Holy Spirit that we can proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord. In other words, the Holy Spirit is necessary for us to know God. St. Hilary explained this by using an analogy to the human body. He observed that in order for our eyes to carry out the task of seeing, there needs to be a source of light. In order for our ears to do the job of hearing, there needs to be sound vibrations. Our noses cannot serve their purpose if there's no odor for them to smell. Well, in a similar way, St. Hilary says that our minds are meant to know God, but they can't carry out that function of knowing God if they've not first absorbed the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's only upon receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit that we can know God. And that's why today is so important for the church. It's the day when the Holy Spirit descended upon the apostles, allowing them to fully know God. Of course, the Holy Spirit not only helps us to know God, but he also helps us to proclaim God. Again, go back to that second reading. No one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. This was true not only in the time of the apostles, but it's also true today for us. None of us can proclaim the truth that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. And this is also true not just for us individually, but it's also true for us communally as the church. The church herself cannot proclaim that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. And this is why theologians call Pentecost the birth of the church. After all, the church is not a social club. It's not an organization of like-minded individuals promoting some great social cause or political cause. Rather, the church is the body of Christ. And she's identified with the very mission of Christ the mission to go and to make disciples of all nations. In other words, the whole purpose of the church is to make Christ known to the world so that the world can be united to him. And this mission requires the Holy Spirit because the mission entails the charismatic proclamation that Jesus Christ is Lord. And so it's necessary to have the Holy Spirit so that we can make that proclamation. When the apostles received the Holy Spirit, the church was born. She was born because the mission to make Christ known officially began. Having received the Holy Spirit, the apostles left the confines of the upper room and began proclaiming Jesus to everyone. They spoke in multiple languages, and yet all were able to understand. And they were all able to understand because the truth is not restricted by human tongues. And so, wherever they went, 
Their message of salvation through Jesus Christ was not only proclaimed, but it was also understood. Friends, we who follow in the apostolic tradition must also proclaim Jesus Christ to the world. This is the mission of the church, after all. It's her raison d'etre, her reason for being. We need to proclaim Jesus Christ to all the nations. We find this mission given to us in Matthew's Gospel, where Matthew says to go and to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them all that I have commanded you. And this is a mission that's given not just to the clergy, but to every Christian. So it's something that we all must do. You know, sadly, I find that all too often, Christians, and we Catholics in particular, shy away from this task. We don't want to be labeled as Jesus freaks. We don't want to create problems at work or in the marketplace. We don't want people teasing us at school. And so we keep our faith private. You know, every now and then we might tell someone that we're Catholic or that we went to church this weekend. But very seldom do we talk about our personal relationship with Christ. And very seldom do we share that relationship with others. And even less frequently do we do so with the intent of creating disciples. Which means that very seldom do we even attempt to go about the mission that Jesus left us. The mission for which he sent the Holy Spirit. Very seldom do we attempt to make disciples of our neighbors, much less the whole world. Far too often, I think the reason for this is because we're afraid. We're afraid of losing our job. We're afraid of being made fun of in school. We're afraid that we'll be ostracized from the community, from our peers, or even from our family. But friends, fear is not a gift of the Holy Spirit. Courage is, but fear is not. We must have courage. We must proclaim the gospel boldly. Notice that when the apostles preached the gospel, they did so boldly, and they did so at great personal expense. Eleven of the twelve were martyred for preaching Christ. Yet they preached the gospel, and they didn't weigh the cost. You know, we need to have the courage to do the same. Because, friends, we're no longer living in a world where we can assume people know Christ. We're living in a world that is much closer to the world in which the apostles lived, where many people didn't know Christ. Many people, including many people who claim to be Christian, don't know the scriptures. Many don't even know the gospel. And as St. Jerome said, ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. And sadly, we live in a world where many people are ignorant of Christ. And it's partly our fault. And it's partly our fault because we've ignored that mission to proclaim Christ to others. You know, sometimes we hide behind the well-intentioned but ineffective strategy that says something to the effect of, you know, I'll be nice and I'll do good deeds and then people will know my faith. They'll know that I'm a Christian through my love. But friends, you don't need to be a Christian to do good deeds. 
You know, Matthew 25 makes that very clear. It's, Jesus, it's a scene where Jesus separates the sheep from the goats. And oftentimes, we miss the fact that when he's doing that, he's doing it not amongst his disciples, but amongst the non-believers. So in other words, the non-believers are able to do good things. You know, Gandhi was not a Christian, but he did great things. So the point is that we need to do more than simply say we're going to do good deeds. We need to proclaim Christ. On Pentecost, the apostles were given the fortitude to proclaim Christ and to proclaim him boldly. They didn't simply decide to be nice men who would do good deeds. They were men who were on fire for love of Christ. They had received the good news of salvation, and they knew that there was no other name through which salvation was possible. And so they went to all corners of the earth proclaiming Jesus Christ, proclaiming the good news, exclaiming that Jesus Christ is Lord. And they did this because they'd been given the gift of the Holy Spirit and because they were motivated by love. They loved people and they wanted them to be saved. Friends, we too need to be people of love, which means that we too must want people to be saved. And salvation, as we know, comes only through Christ. On this Pentecost day, I think it's important for us to ask the Holy Spirit to give us the courage to proclaim the gospel to all people. For we can't say that we've loved anyone if we have received the gospel of life, the good news of salvation, and then are unwilling to share that with others. Friends, this is my last time I'm going to be here for the summer. I won't return until probably some point in August or September. But I want to issue you this challenge. And by the way, I'm issuing this challenge not just to you guys here in the congregation. I know a lot of people listen to my homilies online too. So for people either in Rochester, I've got a spiritual directee there who I know listens and others. This challenge is for everybody, whether you're listening online or listening here in the congregation today. And the challenge is between now and August, pray and ask the Holy Spirit to give you the courage to speak about Christ to at least one person with whom you've never shared him before. And to do so without counting the cost. To do so without worrying about what the other person may think of you. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you the same courage that he gave to the apostles, so that like the apostles, you'll be confident in the good news that you've received, and you'll share that good news with others, so that they too may have eternal life. Brothers and sisters, peace to you and to all who the Holy Spirit inspires to proclaim Jesus Christ is Lord.